and welcome back to the next episode of the CareCast. My name is Maddie. I'm Yasmin. And I'm Itzel. This month, the Care Office will be focusing on the new beginnings that surround your first year of college. In today's episode, we'll be discussing our various experiences as first years and what our transition to a college campus was like. But before we get into today's episode, I'd like to give some friendly resources for y'all. So as always, we do have the Care Campus Advocate, Lena Kano. You can call our texture at 209-386-2051. Lena does work business hours, so Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. But if you do need any assistance after hours, you can contact the Valley Crisis Center 24-hour hotline at 209-722-4357. And someone will be on the other end of the line at any time of any day. Um, and so with that being said, we'll go ahead and kick it off into today's episode. So I do have some questions prepared for everybody um, just to have some fun conversation. Um, and the first one that I'm, I'm kind of curious is like, what did y'all expect college to be like? Or, um, you know, did you have any like expectations walking in? And then were those, were those expectations correct? Definitely for me, I, I really expected college to be kind of like the movies. I'm not, like, you know, when you went to high school, you also expect it to be like high school musical. But for yes. college, right? For college, it just seemed like it was going to be much more fun. Like there's, I was, I'm not a party person, but it looked like that's what was going to be for the dorms. Like you were going to walk into your dorm and there was going to be all these people doing like the weirdest things and having parties with their doors open. And so I kind of thought like, that's what the dorm life was going to be. And I would see people like super swamped and with homework and stuff. So I thought that's what the class, class load was going to be. But then I realized like, there's some classes that you literally have like your two midterms and your final, and that's your whole grade. And that was a big shock to me because I was like, oh, no, I don't have like these little assignments to make up for it. So, no, it was definitely different than what I expected it to be. Me too, itself. Like, honestly, kind of connecting to what you were talking about regarding it being a movie. Have you all ever seen the movie? I think it's called um, like Neighbors or something with like Zac Efron and Dave Franco. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> I totally envisioned college to be like that. I know I was living in my own fantasy for sure. But I think also because like UC Merced is like extremely small compared to all the other UC campuses. It has a different environment, but I was expecting it to be a lot more, I guess you could say like upbeat and just like a lot more activities to be happening the first week of college. And then with like schoolwork, I also was just so thrown off by the fact that you only had like three big assignments that, you know, <clears throat> depicted what your grade was going to be. So that was something that I definitely had to adjust to was like not procrastinating or slacking on any of that because I didn't have a 10 point assignment to make up for it. Thanks for sharing that. I think for me, like I'm a first gen kid, so I didn't really have anyone who I could ask like, oh, what is college like? Um, so kind of like you two, I just kind of, I guess, came up with like these ideas based off of like movies and TV shows or whatever. Um, and growing up, I've always loved the show Gilmore Girls. I'm not sure if anyone's watched that. Um, but basically like uh, she goes to, the girl in the show goes to Yale. And I don't know, it just seems so like lively and fun and something's always happening. And it's always like, I'm just like fun, crazy stuff going on. Um, and I think I definitely expected that. Um, or I think I expected like the roommate situation to go a lot smoother than it did my first year of college. I lived in a quad, so I lived with three other, with three other girls. Um, and that was a lot to say the least. Um, 
looking back, all fun memories that I enjoy uh, during the time don't think as fun. Um, but I think like those were kind of the big adjustments that I had to make. Or I think like I had expectations to, I don't know, like make friends. Or I also think I felt a lot of pressure um, because of like movies and TV shows. Like, oh, like this is what college is supposed to be like. So you need to make sure you have this specific experience. Um, and so I think I kind of like put myself in that box, like to make sure I had like this type of experience, if that made sense, even though it sounds silly, um, but I definitely did. So um, I'm excited to like talk about those experiences. Um, so we can kind of like dive in to talk about the lessons that we learned and all of those fun things too. I agree. I feel like the dorm life, cause I also lived in a pod and honestly, like I thought the people I was with were gonna be my best friends for life because that's what movies made it seem like. Like they kind of created this unrealistic standard for me. And when I was there, I was like, oh, maybe these girls aren't gonna be people I'm gonna be friends with for the rest of my life. Because my roommate situation was like not the best either year. Um, so it was just kind of like, yeah, these people aren't gonna be someone that I'm gonna be with. But I, in like movies, they're best friends. They go to parties all the time. They don't even study because they're always partying. And that definitely was not the case. Yeah, I actually feel like my, so, you know, like a lot of different schools have those like Facebook pages where like you meet roommates and you connect with them and like kind of choose them from there. Yeah. I didn't do that at all. I was like, I'm just going to go in like with a blindfold, you know? So all of my roommates, like my first year were completely random. And I honestly got so lucky because we didn't have like it wasn't like anything bad or anything. We just weren't like best friends and we weren't like super close or hung out all the time. We all had our own different lives, but that's something that I feel like I got so lucky with because I just hear like horror stories of people like having like random roommates or people even choosing their roommates and then just like having like a really awful time together. So I feel like picking your roommates or just like the dorm life is something that I never paid enough attention to until I got to college and realize how much it actually does impact your experience and your mental health. Like having a really bad experience with your dorm life can really impact your mental health. I definitely agree, especially being away from like your family and your support system that you've had your whole life. You're now living with essentially strangers, which can sound kind of scary. Um, and then also I feel like just dorm life throws challenges at you left and right. Um, but it also teaches you things like how to navigate like tough conversations with people or how to approach like conflict um, and things like that. Or at least those are de definitely things that I've learned. Um, but yeah, Yasmin, I think that's a great point. Yeah, honestly, Maddie, you're right. I think that, you know, a really large part of it is being away from that support system and being away from that place and the people that you do feel the most familiar and comfortable with. Um, so I wanted to like, I was kind of curious, like what was moving away from home for the first time like for you all? Because I know for me, it's something that I always really looked forward to. You know, like I, ever since I was younger, I was like, I'm gonna go to college somewhere away from home, move into the dorms, you know, exactly like the movies, right? I always envisioned my college experience to be like that. And then when I did get there, I remember literally not even five minutes after my family left, I was crying in my dorm bed because I missed them. And I was like, what 
did I, why did I like anticipate this moment for so long? <laughs> that was literally me. Um, I actually graduated high school a year early um, because of some family circumstances that were going on in my life, um, which I've been open about on the blog and, and on the podcast previously. Um, but so I wanted the jump. I wanted to leave high school. I wanted to go off to college. I wanted to be my person and I wanted to be independent. Um, and I moved in with my dad when I was 15. Um, and I'm a big daddy's girl. Um, my dad is, you know, my, my dad is my everything. Um, and he drove me up there and he dropped me off him and my aunt, my, my two pillars. Um, and you know, the second that we were done, like, I guess, setting up my room, like my bed and stuff, um, they hugged me and we said our goodbyes. And I was an emotional wreck. Like I was literally like sobbing in my bed and my roommates who, you know, I didn't know were like, what is wrong with this girl? Like, why is she sitting here crying? Um, which is kind of funny looking back at it. Um, but yeah, I was an emotional wreck. Like, kind of like you said, you know, I expected it to be some really awesome, fun thing, but also I was like a good seven hours away from home. And so that distance felt, I mean, looking back, like it's not that big of a distance now. Like I can hop in a car and be home in a few hours, but then it felt like the world because I had never been away from home for so long, if that makes sense. It makes sense, honestly. I was more upset because like you said, my parents also had a big drive back because we live in Orange County. And um, on the drive back, like they literally just dropped me off and they left. But I expected my drop off to be like, you know, have you guys, oh, sorry. Sorry, I'm gonna start that over. Have y'all ever watched Pitch Perfect when they take her to get dropped off? Yes. Yeah, so I thought that's what my drop-off was going to be like, and I was so excited, and I was like, oh, they're going to help me set up, but because my mom had to go to work, my dad had to go to work the next day, they were really tired, um, so they just dropped me off and left right away. They didn't help me set up anything, and so I set up everything by myself, and seeing my roommates, both of my roommates come in with, like, their entire family, they helped them set up, then they went out to eat. It was just it's very emotional for me. And during the time that I was alone, because they both lived like an hour away. So they went back home for the night. And I actually locked myself out of my dorm twice that day. Um, the first time was because I was showing my siblings like the dorms. And I forgot like that the doors locked right away and I didn't have my keys and I got locked up. So I was really sad and I had to walk all the way to housing. I got my key, came back. And when I went to go return the key, I locked myself out again. So I had to go back and get the key. And I, I just kept going back and forth. And I was so embarrassed and so upset. And like that night I did go to sleep crying because I was like, wow, this was a bad start. And my roommates weren't there because they got to be with their families. And it was very emotional. So definitely being away from, from home was very hard for me too. So I'm so sorry. That sounds so like, oh, that would have made me so sad because no, I, <laughs> wow, that kind of sounds like, um, like the opening of a sitcom, you know, but I honestly, I totally get that because like literally like the first night my parents left and my, my siblings left and everything, 
one of my really good friends from home came and visited me and stayed with me like that same night, like the very first night that I moved into college, I had a friend from home come because I'm only like two and a half hours away. So I can't imagine what that was like, but what do you feel like you kind of did to get out of that or like make yourself, I guess, like feel a little bit better and more comfortable in that environment? Honestly, for me, it was just to feel more comfortable and to like get myself out of that like slump. My siblings just made fun of me for the rest of the, they, to this day, they still make fun of me. And so I feel like that definitely made me feel better, like laughing at my own little misfortune, because if I just sat there and dwelled on it, like, wow, this is really how you started. Because even like the staff ladies were laughing at me because <laughs> it was really funny. And I was like, and that Aww. one was embarrassed. <laughs> but in the end it's like really funny so I just laughed at myself and after that like I learned always take your key with you because you never know I'd go to the restroom take my key like that key was with me everywhere and so I definitely tried to like make it a funny moment instead of dwelling on it because if I sit here and like get really sad over it like it's sad but I'd rather just laugh at it because it was really funny yeah actually always take your key with you I I remember I got locked out of my dorm too and it was like it was actually like the second week of class and I had a I had a 10 a.m bio class and I had just gotten in the shower I had just gone out of the shower I was in my robe and I was locked out I had I didn't even have my shower shoes okay that's kind of like how much of a rookie I was and I was just like, I don't know what to do. My RA wasn't even there. And I I felt kind of awkward too, because it's like, I'm in my robe and it's like, you know, I was like, it's like a boy RA. I'm just completely locked out. The soccer boys lived in my hall. Like I was freaking out. But luckily I had a really great friend, Miss Gabby. And I called her and I was like, can you please come help me? Like I'm locked out. And so she went to the housing office for me because I was in my robe. <laughs> um, but you know, I made it to class only three minutes late. So, you know, moral of story, take your key everywhere you go. <laughs> I recommend getting a little keychain for it. I need to do that this year so I don't lose my house key. Honestly, you know what you say in the shower thing that happened to my roommate. And when I saw it happen to her, I, like I always, always changed in the bathroom because it was so embarrassing for her. No one was there. I wasn't there for the weekend. And so like she didn't really have anyone. And she said it took her so long until the RA like happened to check up because you know how the RAs do like their little routine checkup. Like she was there for so long and so I was like yeah no I'm taking my clothes everywhere with me too honestly like these stories are so funny like just kind of as you guys are sharing stories just looking back like I'm sitting here laughing at myself but like I only have one lockout story and my friends and I were getting ready for a party so it was late at night um and my best friends lived in the dorm directly across from mine um, so I was kind of like going back and forth between their dorm and my dorm to get ready. And I think like they were borrowing clothes and, you know, like we were like doing each other's makeup and stuff. So we were like going back and forth. And at one point, like it's all mentioned, like the doors lock like by themselves. So I guess I had forgot my key, um, at like one of the times that I had switched from dorm to dorm. And at this point, like I didn't have shoes on. I was wearing like these shorts and it was freezing outside because it's like 11 o'clock at night 
and I had like no jacket on. I'm wearing like a crop top and I didn't have shoes. Like I didn't have socks on. And I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? And, and my roommates were all like away. I think like one of my roommates was like gone with her friends and then a couple of others were like at home. And so that was just a horror story in itself. Like having to go to the housing office with no shoes. That was, that was fun. <laughs> Oh my goodness. It sounds like, I mean, honestly, you know what? Oh, actually there is this. I was going to say like, there needs to be like a guidebook, right? Like how to conquer your first year at college, because there's just so many little things that you wouldn't think that you would know, but you feel like you need to know because like they can avoid such interesting situations like this, like having to go to the housing office barefoot or being locked out in your robe, your robe. <laughs> so, wow, you know, it's okay though. I think you live and you learn and that's like the beauty of college because sometimes I really just like look back at who I was or just like the actions that I did as a first year and like now going into my fourth year and I'm like, whoa, like the growth is honestly astronomical. And like being away from home, definitely had an impact on that it gave me like that sense of independence and such I think being away from home for me was kind of like I don't want to say a fresh start but it was needed I think it was something that was really good for me at the time um because like you just said like looking back I have grown so much as a person and it kind of gave me the freedom to like learn lessons and fall on my own because my entire life I always had my my dad or my aunt to fall back on, um, you know, when things got hard, but really being away from home is all about like trial and error. I think for me, like doing things and then shit kind of hits the fan and then you're like, well, where do I go from here? And, you know, you kind of have to figure it out and you can call home for help um, and, and ask for advice. But at the end of the day, my dad always says like, you're going to get to a point in your life where you're going to make your decisions on your own. Um, and I did. And some of those decisions were bad ones. Um, like, walking around without shoes on, um, for example. But you know, you, again, you learn from all of those things. Um, and then you grow and you get to look back and laugh like we're doing now. Um, but yeah, I, I love sharing all of these stories from like our first day or our first years. It's, it's been so fun to just kind of like, because honestly, I'm not even like, I don't remember these stories like on a day to day, but like talking about this, like as all of these memories are like coming back, like I'm, I'm literally just sitting here laughing. Um, I know like when my, family came to like help me set up in my dorm um I was the one who like brought the mini fridge in our room and I had like no issue like sharing I was like yeah like of course we can all share the fridge like no worries um but like I just had so much anxiety going on that day also for anyone who has divorced parents out there both of my families came to move in day so that was really stressful in itself um like mom and mom's new husband came and all of my siblings and then dad and aunt came from like different sides of the family um and my parents do not get along they divorced when I was like two um my dad's civil my mom is feisty so there's that so I was just really stressed about that um and I think like the littlest things were like stacking on the anxiety that day um and I remember like one of my roommates came in with like fish I'm talking like frozen fish with eyeballs everybody <laughs> And I, for anyone who knows me, knows that I hate fish. I don't know what it is. I can't, like, it freaks me out. Like, I do not eat seafood to this day. I have no issues with anyone who does, but it is not my thing. And she pulls up with, like, literally one of those little coolers with her fish in it. 
and like fills up the entire fridge top to bottom with her fish. And I remember like that being the breaking point. I like turned to my mom and I was like, oh my God, mom, like, please, like, I, I can't do this. Like, I can't do this. Like, how am I supposed to go on with? And I just like looking back, the fact that that was the breaking point is hilarious. Like the fish is what really got me. I think I like, what? <laughs> did you, did you say anything? Like, did you feel comfortable enough to like communicate with her or anything? Cause that's actually, I feel like something I definitely feel like I had to learn. Like when I first moved into dorms is like things that made me feel uncomfortable or something that, you know, maybe didn't sit right with me, like learning how to communicate that in a healthy way. So do you feel like you knew how to do that at the time? Definitely not. <laughs> but again, that's something that I had to learn. Um, I just remember looking at my mom being like, oh my God, this is really happening. And then my mom didn't know what to do just because it was so bizarre. Like what is going on? Like this girl really has a mini cooler. And like, like that is not something, again, that was a part of the expectation. That was not something that I had seen in a movie or on a TV show. I mean, I felt like I was in one when she pulled up with her mini fridge or her mini cooler, sorry. Um, but my mom is the one who kind of, um, she, she jumped in. Um, and she was kind of like, I mean, she was nice, but I think she said something along the lines of like, hey, um, I know that everyone's going to have to be like sharing the fridge. So is there any way that um, you could possibly make some room for the other snacks that the other girls have? So my mom was really nice about it, um, which I think was kind of like helpful for me to see like, okay, like there's, there's a cool way to go about these kinds of situations. Um, and that was definitely the approach that I tried to take throughout the rest of the year. Um, but yeah, that was really I don't know just looking back that's hilarious um and like my parents like still make fun of that to this day like they'll ask like oh like how's the fish Maddie <laughs> oh man and you're like please it's a sensitive topic still honestly yeah <laughs> I never recovered oh my goodness honestly <clears throat> looking back it's kind of crazy to think about like just like all the little like I wouldn't even call them like mishaps, but I guess bumps in the road, you know, because you like your first year, you're put in some like really interesting situations. And it's just like, how do I navigate this? You know, like, as you said, like your mom was kind of there to buffer it for you. You know what I mean? So it's just like when you're like in the situations, like once your parents leave, like they're not there to like help you buffer anything anymore. It's like kind of like you on your own, you know? So like, do you feel like with like anything that y'all experienced, is there anything that you wish um, you would have known before going into college and such like that could have been helpful? Like any little like extra tips or I guess strategies? I think the biggest thing that I learned was about friendship. Um, when everyone first like gets to college, no one has friends and everyone wants them. So everyone acts, they kind of like put forward like the best version of their self to try to get those friends. Um, and I think everyone is acting sweet and they're funny and they're trying to be cool. And that's not the real version of all of the people you're going to meet. Now it's going to be the real version of like the select few friends who you are going to continue to have in your life. But I know that like myself, like I definitely got played in those situations. Like, um, I was tricked and fooled by, by certain people um, or you know people who I thought were my friends. And that was a big lesson that I definitely had to learn. 
um, looking back. So I guess like just be selective with who you spend your time with um, or who you make friendships with just because you know you don't you don't know these people um, and everyone might not be who they seem to be if that makes sense. Honestly I agree. I think like two weeks into college to like my first year I had about six friends that I made and to this day I speak to none of them. <laughs> Because like everyone really does create, does kind of like create this persona that they think you're gonna like and they think you're gonna get along. But honestly, my first year with people was very interesting experience. I never thought I would meet those kinds of people. I never thought I'd have those experiences and some of them were really bad. And so I realized like, maybe you should be careful who you're friends with because at the end of the day, you're probably not gonna see them anymore or you might not be friends with them. And I also learned like, definitely one thing I wish I would have known is I I have a hard time saying no in general. And I, I was so happy that I had savings prior to going to college because I had like, I had a job in high school, like my senior year. And so I had enough savings, you know? Um, but my first year of college, everyone was saying like, like to make friends they're like oh let's go out and eat let's go here let's go here or hey can you pay for the lift or the uber and I'd be like yeah just because I didn't want to like I didn't want to seem like I was rude and I just had a hard time saying no and so like a lot of the times when we went, when we went out I was always paying for the lift and the uber and if y'all ever used it like it's kind of expensive in Merced getting off campus and I was always paying it and I was like oh my gosh and it was adding up and my savings were like getting drained and then we would go out to eat and I would pay for my stuff. And that was adding up too. And I was like, all oh, to make friends. But honestly, I wish I could have said no. Like, no, I'm not going out. No, you have to pay me for that lift. Because sometimes I wouldn't even go. They would just ask me to order it for them. And so it's just like, I wish I could take back those times where I said no. Because they're not even fun memories. I can't remember the memories of when we went together. So I wish I could definitely have said no. I wish I would have made better friends. And another thing I wish they would have told me is maybe get three pairs of shower, shower sandals because, oh my gosh, those restrooms are disgusting. Honestly, <clears throat> yeah, like, wow. I think that saying no is so important. It's like, you know what it is? I actually think it's like, it's more of like, being confident in yourself and being confident that the people that you're around are going to love and respect and care about you um, regardless of you putting up boundaries. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the, one of the most important things about going to college is understanding and acknowledging your boundaries and applying that to your life and your relationships. And it's like the people who are really meant to be in your life and in a part of your college experience are going to respect your boundaries. And they're going to respect you. And they're not going to get upset with you or make you feel bad about it. So that's definitely something to learn and like to acknowledge because like, I totally get that. Like, honestly, I think like now I look back on it and it's just like, as you get older, you definitely have like fewer close friends. And that's because those are the people that, you know, they see you at your worst and they uh, don't judge you. I mean, of course you're going to mess up. You're going to make decisions that you're not proud of and that your friends are definitely not proud of that you've made, but 
the last thing that they're going to do is judge you, right? They're just going to be there to see your growth and to support you throughout the way. And in college, you're going to meet people who make you feel the complete opposite of that. They probably might make you feel like you're worst. And you're going to meet people who are going to be there for you no matter what. And it might take time to meet them and such, but it really is worth it. So definitely it's all like that really made me think about like putting your boundaries, you know, because I definitely didn't have mine my first year. I didn't know how to say no to people either. And I was so unhappy. Um, and then the moment that I did, I was received with so much backlash. I was definitely ostracized at times too. Um, especially being a part of like different organizations on campus. But <clears throat> as I got older and such, you know, it started to kind of like weave out the people in my life that were actually supposed to be there and actually weren't. Yeah, definitely. Yes, I mean, I feel like a lot of the times they act like you're a bad person or like you're the villain in the story just because you were able to stand up for yourself and I feel like I got that a lot of times where I would I once I finally started standing up for myself they'd be like well that's kind of rude like why would you say that and I was like what do you mean why would I say that like I'm literally standing up for myself because I feel like a lot of people definitely did use me and still kind of do use me like I'm someone that's like that they just take advantage of um, but I'm definitely learning to not be that person anymore because I don't think it's fair. I think like that's very toxic and I'm, I'm slowly getting out of those friendships, which have left me with like very, very, very little friendships to this point, to this day. But I mean, that's okay because I feel like now I don't have to worry about pleasing those people's, those, those type of people, individuals or walking on eggshells or just having to provide everything to them because now I have like friends that we won't talk for a week but we'll check up on each other and it feels genuine and it it feels like real and I feel the love and connection there so it's definitely very different now um but yeah thank you I think it just takes time um and so I know how you talked about how um you had like 10 people in your life your first year of college and they're all gone um I guess kind of similar I think I had a group of maybe like 10 to 15 people who like hung out together on a regular basis and of that group there's about four left in my life um and three years later those four happen to be you know the best friends I've ever had um they're people who look out for me they're people they are people who respect my boundaries people who uplift me when I need support um and really have become like my support system away from home and so I think just kind of going into college with an open mind is important. So being careful, but also making sure that you're putting yourself in the best position to meet these kinds of people who are really going to be lifelong friends, I think is also important. Um, because like, I don't regret going into college really vulnerable. Like, I feel like I threw myself in it and I wanted to make friends. And, you know, like I said, trial and error, like I made some friends that I shouldn't have who I found out were not good for me. Um, and didn't respect me in the way that I wish that they had. Um, but I also met the really awesome people in my life who I know are going to be in my life for the rest of my life. So again, just kind of putting yourself in these positions where you're able to meet these people um, and allowing yourself to, to have fun and to make those memories, whether they're good or bad, because you learn from them, even if, even if they're, they're not the best. And I think that you can put yourself in a position where you get to where we are now, or we're sitting here laughing about you know the crazy stories that we have or you know the funny roommate horror stories or the friends that you know might not have been so great but we look back and we laugh and I think that's the best part 
Um, I know for me, like my first year of college was one of my favorites because it was so full of these just terrible moments that were, I don't know, hilarious. Like I just, I, looking back and reflecting, it's like, why was I in this position? But also I think that I'm, I'm a really firm believer in like things happen for a reason. And I think we're put in positions or we're challenged with specific things so that we can learn and grow. Um, and I think that's true for things like shower shoes or things like getting locked out of your dorm room um, in the same way that it's true for making friends, especially ones who respect you and respect your boundaries like Yasmin was talking about. Definitely, Maddie. Um, I feel like, yeah, you definitely do learn a lot of lessons and you make mistakes away, along the way, but then like now we're having, I think it's fun to talk about like our mistakes and our misfortunes because it's kind of funny. Like you get a lot of funny stories from that. So are there any other lessons that you learned or like any other funny stories? Because I feel like I have a lot, but I'll just choose my favorite if any of y'all want to go first. I think I need some time to kind of think about this. Do you want to go first itself? Yeah, I could definitely go first. Um, so the one I, I get made fun of is, um, besides getting locked out, because that one a lot of people don't know, and I'm happy. But one that, uh, so I lived in a half dome, and I caused the building to be evacuated. But it wasn't like my fault, really. But basically what happened was that I was in my friend's dorm, which was next door to mine, because I would spend a lot of time there. And she let me make pizza rolls in her microwave. But I don't know how much time y'all put on your pizza rolls, but I put like nine minutes because they're usually in my freezer. So at home, I'll put nine minutes while they defrost and they're really hot. And I like my food a little crunchy. Um, so definitely like I wanted my pizza rolls a little crunchy, but in her fridge, they were defrosted. And so I put them for nine minutes and I started watching the epi an episode of The Office. And the episode was the one where Dwight um, does like the whole fire fire drill and I heard I bought I got up and checked the microwave within like four minutes to you know shake them a little to make sure all sides were crunchy and I started shaking it and it all seemed good I went back to sit down and I didn't smell anything I didn't hear anything but in the show like I heard the fire alarm going off and I assumed it was part of the show so I didn't care and I just kept watching and watching and then I, I was like oh my time is up. So I went over there. I opened the microwave and oh my gosh, like a lot of smoke came out of that microwave. Like it literally took them a month to get the smell out. And I felt so bad because I would clean it every day. Um, and it was a bunch of smoke came out and my pizza rolls were burnt, like black burnt. And I started freaking out. Like I panicked. I didn't know what to do. And the fire alarm that was going off was like in the building, not from the show. Um, and so I was so scared. And my first instinct was to grab the pizza rolls and throw them out the window. I threw the pizza rolls out the window. The fire department came and my friend came because they left me alone in their dorm. Like, who does that? And my friend came back to her dorm after I continuously called her. And she got up on the beds and started like fanning the fanning the vents. And the fire, fire, uh, firefighters, there you go, firefighters came in. And they saw her on top of the bed fanning with like a big cardboard, me just sitting there like over the window. And they thought I, I was hiding like drugs, you know, <laughs> they thought it, they're like, is it weed? And I was like, 
no, it's not weed. And so I told them, they went downstairs to check and they saw that it was actually burnt pizza rolls and they started laughing at me. Um, and I was just so embarrassed. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. But like during that time, they evacuated everyone to make sure that it really was just pizza rolls or else they would have to write me up for having drugs in the dorm, which I didn't have. It was just burnt pizza rolls. But that was one of my funny stories. Oh my gosh. And so I have such a similar story that I, that's so funny. So my first year, um, we were going to have like movie night or something. And a couple of my friends like hadn't arrived yet, but my best friend and I were in a lounge um, in Granite, one of the like residence halls. Um, Cause they had like the cool lounges with the big TV. So we were there. Um, and my boyfriend lived there at the time. So, so my friend and I were there um, and we were waiting for like everyone else to show up. Um, and it was just me and her. And so I was like making mac and cheese for everybody. Um, you like, you know, those little mac and cheese cups that like you can get at the marketplace. I had like six of those. So I was just making them like one after the other for like me and all my friends. And on like the last mac and cheese cup, apparently, this is hilarious. I didn't put water in the cup. So I put the mac and cheese cup in the microwave and like set it to three and a half minutes without water. So then I put this mac and cheese cup in the microwave and I go to use the restroom. So I left my friend in the lounge and I go use the restroom. So I come back and the room is filled with smoke. Like you can't even see clearly in the room because it's so filled with smoke like everywhere. And then my friend is like, frantically trying to diffuse the smoke with like a blanket so she's like waving the blanket in the air like trying to get rid of the smoke and tell me why it's on my reaction was the exact same because I did not want to get in trouble and you know like when people ask you like are you fight or flight I am flight all the way I go to the microwave I open it and like it's all said all of this extra smoke comes out of the microwave <laughs> so I pick up the mac and cheese cup which is so hot that it's literally like burning right so I, I pick it up and it's like burning my hands and my reaction, I think we were on like the fifth floor of granite or no, maybe the third, but we were higher up. Um, and so I run over to like, kind of like the fire escape type thing. There was, there's like stairs on the side of granite. So I run and I open the door to the stairs, like outside the building. And I threw the mac and cheese cup off the staircase to get rid of the evidence. And then I ran back and I was like rapidly trying to diffuse the smoke too. So it's all, I feel you. So for anyone listening, I guess that's a really good lesson. Make sure you put water in your mac and cheese cups before you put them in the microwave. Both of you are so funny. I don't think I've had um, the experience of potentially almost burning down the dorms, but you know, never say never, right? Well, I guess you can learn from our lessons. So hopefully you never do. Honestly, yes, I mean, I don't wish that upon you. It was awful, but my friends still make fun of me to this day. I know it's so embarrassing. And honestly, like sometimes I'll replay the situation and I'm like, I probably should have done this instead of doing that. But it's so late. And honestly, like it created this fun memory that in the moment was very scary. But now it's like a fun memory that I get to share with other people. Exactly, honestly. Like I think like the the craziest stories and such become the best. Well, like the craziest memories become the best stories. Um, honestly, I guess like my story 
I, this is definitely the most memorable college thing that's happened because I was actually just terrified. And I think I learned a lot of valuable lessons in it. You know, like you're going to college and it's like your first time, there's no parents around, there's no harsh like set of rules and such. And there's definitely um, a lot of underage activities that are happening that aren't necessarily legal. So I don't think that people are handling it in the best ways that they could be possibly. Um, and it was a pretty interesting day for my friend group at the time. Someone <clears throat> um, ingested a lot of substance that actually made them really sick. And we had to go home when we were in the Uber and they started like, just, they got really sick in the Uber. And so we actually got kicked out of the Uber on I'm forgetting what the you know how there's like Bellevue and then there's Lake Road I think it was Bellevue yeah we got kicked out on the side of Bellevue and it was I would say it was pretty like late at night it was like pitch black dark and you know we're just like we're just like three college girls like we it's a it was our second weekend of school um and so we were just there <clears throat> we didn't have like Eddie, I don't, our, all of our phones were dying. So that's definitely something I've always learned is always have your phone charged. Um, always go out in groups and always be careful what you're consuming, you know, and always have someone that is there alert. Luckily, two of us actually were quite alert. So we were able to get out of that situation. But, um, you know, a, it was a pretty, pretty scary situation to be stranded on the side of Bellevue as a first year. Um, with someone who's obviously really inebriated and the ambulance had to come because a sheriff actually the sheriff saw us on the side of the road and um, pulled up like next to us and helped us get home and such and like campus police came and like got all of our um, got us and like took us home and such but one of us was really um really unwell and so it was quite scary to see that and you know just like learning a lot from that I'm like being in groups and having someone that is completely aware of what's going on because if you are you know I which I hope no one ever gets put in a situation like that if you are ever put in the kind of situation that you don't expect like at least you have someone that's aware enough to be able to help you get out of it um, so that was definitely one of my crazy college stories. I was, I was pretty scared. I won't lie. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds really scary. And I'm glad you brought that up because it like really shows like how, how everyone's college experience pretty much ranges from you're either going to have a good time or you're going to be very, very scared. And Bellevue is like Bellevue and Lake Road are some of the scariest roads to be. I don't even like driving there because it's so scary. And I, I can't imagine what it was like to just be dropped off in the middle of it. And I'm so sorry you have to go through that, Yasmin. Oh, it's okay. It's definitely a lesson in itself. And yeah, they are really scary roads. You know, if you are kind of coming into UC Merced as a first year, those are the two. It's good to know that those are the two main roads that take you to the campus. Um, and they're really scary it's the people are driving really fast on them and there's there's really no lights um so it's kind of hard to see who is on the road if there is anybody um but 
I would say that this was a quite productive lesson on, you know, this kind of reminded me, I feel like, because I haven't been back to school in over a year now, right? So it kind of is weird for me. I left as a sophomore and I'm coming back as a senior. So in a way, I think that this podcast episode was a, a great reminder and refresher for me to learn, not to learn, but just kind of remember all the little tips and tricks or, you know, memories and my lessons that I have learned in college before. So I don't repeat them <laughs> um, when I go back. But, oh, sorry. Oh, definitely. Honestly, I feel like I was sitting down with you both, like eating and just having a great laugh. And I, I feel like that's the most connected I felt to people since we like went, went like away from school. And so I really appreciate this conversation today. So thank you both. Yeah, of course. That's what our podcast is here for, right? Just to make y'all feel like you're in our conversation with us. And it's also, it's beneficial for us too, because we've all been separated for so long. So we want to give you all a taste of kind of what the students and what life is like at UC Merced and also give ourselves a little bit of that too. So that is the wrap up for today's episode. We really do hope you enjoyed it and learned a lot that you can apply to coming to UC Merced. Um, stay tuned for our future episodes where I know our next episode is going to take place after we've already begun. So we can really kind of catch up and talk about how it's different on campus now. Make sure that you're checking out our TikTok at UCM Care and social media pages like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for our weekly posts and office updates. And also check out our blog, which is the ucmcareblog.weebly.com. And that wraps it up for today. But before I go, I wanted to say cheers to new beginnings and good luck, everybody. I know you're going to have a rocking semester. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.